Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name's Ray Heron, taking you through this 50th episode for the year. Stoked. Absolutely brilliant. Hey, thanks very much for joining us throughout the uh, the 2020, the year that will go down in history as possibly the worst ever year. And um, just at the start of this episode, i also got to say uh, commiserations. Uh, we lost the one and only Sean Connery this week as well. How sad is that? The first ever Bond on the big screen. Right, well this episode, we're gearing up to head over to the mighty wider upper and go riding around uh, on a bunch of GS motorcycles for the GS Rally. However, we're not going to bore you with that because it hasn't happened yet, we're gearing up for it. Instead, I've got a story for you which I wrote uh, in the middle of winter and it's called Motorcycling Sucks. It's time to face facts. Motorcycling sucks. Don't you hate it when somebody makes a broad sweeping statement with nothing to back it up? Let me narrow it down a little. Winter motorcycling sucks. Okay, a little tighter. Commuting on a motorcycle in the depths of winter sucks. Because when you're a commuter, you have to commute. You don't really have a choice in the matter to make it worthwhile having a motorcycle and justifying it as a commuter you've got to commute five days a week or six if you work six days a week you have to ride in the ice the hail the sleet the wind the rain your gear gets ruined because you use it so much more than your average weekend warrior your bike is always filthy because the day after you wash it you have to ride to work in the rain your boots reek your pants reek your pants leak not only in the crotch and because they leak you have to carry a change of clothes to work with you you have to waterproof everything even when it's sunny when you leave home and generally there are more crappy days than there are nice ones simply by design you can't listen to the radio on your way to work bikes don't generally come with heaters installed and there's no damn cup holder for that morning pick-me-up we can't even use the old it's a cheap form of transport excuse anymore but with all this negativity why would we willingly put ourselves through it well i can't answer that question but there are some things we can do to make motorcycling that massive torment a little more bearable in my past eight years of commuting all year round i've narrowed it down to the top eight things i simply can't live without while commuting on my motorbike so here we go in at number one heated grips pussy someone yelled from the cheap seats maybe but these are possibly one of the cheapest additions to your motorbike and they make your life so much better no longer will you have frozen gnarled claw-like hands when you reach your destination on a recent trip through the gentle annie in the middle of winter my hands were likely the only part of my body to maintain a reasonable temperature they can be installed by yourself with minimal tools and if you ride through a passing shower and get wet gloves put your grips up to max heat and your gloves will dry out in half an hour or so number two wind protection wind chill is the thing that's going to ruin your day it can be the most gorgeous blue sky day but the desert road is still freaking cold with no wind protection regardless even something to keep the wind off your chest is better than nothing and along with the thermal protection even a short screen will provide taking the pressure off your torso will also relieve the pressure on your rear end meaning if your bike is equipped with a less than all day comfortable seat you may get a few more kilometres in before you need to stop for a break. 
Number three, waterproofing spray. Motorcycle gear is expensive, and if your jacket and pants are an okay nick, but lacking a little bit of waterproofing, there are sprays available you can use as a short-term fix to restore the watertight barrier of your gear. Of course, as I said, these are generally a short-term fix, and with time, you'll start to feel that familiar trickle of dampness in your crotch. At least, that's where my gear seems to leak from first. I'm sure I'm not suffering incontinence yet. If you can't find waterproofing spray at your local bike shop, try your camping or outdoors shop. I recently tried a product that was meant for canvas tents and was a water repellent and UV protection all in one. Hey, worked for a couple of weeks. Number four, wear a onesie. If waterproofing spray feels like too much of a short-term fix, companies like Oxford make a waterproofing one-piece suit that you can put on top over your gear, and by all accounts, it's brilliant. It doesn't have to be a one-piece, of course. I've got a Risha two-piece pants and jacket that goes over my riding gear, and it's pretty good even in the heaviest of downpours. Also, the extra layer of protection protects against wind chill, so it's another thermal layer of insulation. At number five, let's address the issue of a lack of music or entertainment while you ride. Personally, I'm of the opinion that if you're new to motorcycling, you must learn your skills without any sort of in-helmet entertainment as a distraction. But if you're looking for options, then let's start with the cheapest. Earbuds. Plugged into your mobile phone, these are the ones your phone generally came with, They'll be fine for listening to music or podcasts. If you want to go one better, get the silicone-tipped ones that push right inside your ears. And these cut out a load of wind noise, meaning you can keep the level of music down and still hear everything clearly. If you're looking to go high-tech, then there are three brands springing to mind. Interphone, Cardo and Senna. Generally, there's an app that goes on your phone that allows you to connect. You can hear your GPS navigation, make and receive phone calls, listen to music and talk with other riders you're paired with. The Cardo Pack Talk series is the only one with an IP67 waterproof rating, meaning it's essentially waterproof. And it's got the top of the market feature set. And because of this, it's also got the top of the market price tag. Do your research and find out what one fits your budget. And if you still can't work out the difference between Cardo or Senna, work out what your mates have got. It's going to be a whole lot easier if you get the same unit as your mates do and connect up and talk with them that way than it is if you get the opposite brand. At number six, time to cut down on the maintenance. If you're commuting every day, you'll be spending a fair amount of time on maintenance, oil and filter changes, air filter changes, chain cleaning and lube, then tyres every 10,000 k's or so, a chain and sprocket set will do you 20,000 if you're lucky, a Scott oiler will save you at least some of that drama. Scott oilers are an automatic chain oil delivery system that keeps your chain clean and lubed, meaning you don't have to do it yourself. They extend the life of your chain and sprockets. Once installed, all you need to do is remember to fill up the reservoir every now and then. Number seven on the list of things that makes everyday commuting a whole lot easier and more bearable. Cargo and waterproofing. Sure, you can carry a backpack, case closed. Or is it? I put it to you that a heavy backpack with laptop, lunch, change of clothes, gym gear and whatever else you need to take to the office every day may cause neck or back ache. Not to mention potentially restrict the rider's movements. 
How about a GV luggage solution or Ventura pack rack with liners? These options would get the weight off your person and on the bike, and these days most manufacturers make sleek slimline mounts and bracketry which actually add to the look of your bike instead of detract from it. Pop your valuables in a seam sealed waterproof inner bag, then in a pannier, rear bag or box, or even a tank bag and you're away laughing. And finally, in at number eight, it's a, it's a luxury item to make motorcycle commuting better. Regardless of what time of year it is, my number eight would have to be a handlebar mount for my mobile phone. To say there are many different types of mobile phone mount with different features and varying levels of quality would be an understatement. Two of the most popular would be RAM and quad lock. The latter being my current preferred method of mounting my overpriced communications brick to my bike. In the kit is a case for your phone, which has a quad lock socket on the back, and the handlebar mount, fasten this securely to your bike, pop your phone in the case, and once clipped into the quad lock system, your phone ain't going anywhere. Having the phone on your bars makes following turn-by-turn -turn navigation easier, and you'll never have to look in every single pocket of your jacket again to find the phone when it's ringing, only to answer it as the person hangs up. So there you go, my top eight things that have made the last eight years of commuting better. Sure, some of these are luxuries, but they've helped me to enjoy my time on the bike, regardless of the temperature, time of day, weather or season. Do you agree with my list? Have I missed anything? Let me know on our email address, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. Leave a comment on this podcast wherever you're listening to it, whatever platform you are listening to us on. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button as well. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray Heron. Thank you very much for sticking with us. We're off this weekend to the GS Rally. If you're coming along, make yourself known. Say g'day. We'd love to hear from you. Check out the latest Kiwi Rider magazine as well. Absolutely free for you to read, download and enjoy. Head to kiwirider.co.nz for the latest. Till next time, I've been Ray. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in seven days' time. Yeah.